570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Later this hour, let's get set for the Lakers. Bill Orm, our Laker insider, will join us. He will put a bow on the preseason. Talk about the AARP cards that were handed oh, out today. Oh, Freddie. No? Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. Okay. Yeah, too soon. Anyway, uh, we'll talk Lakers later on. If you missed any of the show today, please remember you can download the free iHeartRadio app, podcast the show, the minute we go off the air, Kevin puts it right on for you. Uh, hour one, David Vassay joined us. We talked about getting ready for the game tomorrow night in San Francisco. Dylan Hernandez of the Times was on at the top of the one o'clock hour. He spent some time with Julio Urias, who will go for the Dodgers again. Download the free iHeartRadio app. You can listen to the podcast. You can stream the show wherever you go. We will be with you. And we're thrilled that our buddy Jacob Emrani is still hanging out in the studio. And uh, now he's going to be rewarded. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yes. You he's hanging are... out for two reasons, Fred. Yeah? Yes, he's monitoring you. Okay, well, this is fair. In person. <laughs> no, this is fair. I'm glad we have a witness today for the haiku <laughs> and the spirituality we so desperately crave. So to provide that, there was one man we will welcome on, Vic the Brick, with the daily haiku at two. And Vic, good afternoon. This is exactly what oh, it is. Good afternoon, no! Fred. No, oh, you did it again. The whole point, no. Fred, is letting it marinate. This is what I'm talking about. You cannot jump in. What are you doing, Fred? <laughs> see what this I'm saying, is, Jacob? No. You see what you I'm saying? You sat here and you heard. You see what I'm saying? You did not think he was even there, did you? Now tell yes, the truth. Yes, he knew he was no, there. No, he did not know. Yes, I, he did. I was meditating. That's what you're supposed to do. Jacob is getting into it, man. You're supposed to meditate and let it marinate, Fred, not jump in he as was, impatient he as was, you are. He was lapsing into a coma. You know, if Dodger hitters were impatient as you, Fred, we wouldn't score in the whole series. You've got to have patience Why? at the plate. Why, patience. Fred? Patience at the plate, Fred. Work the count. I'm patient, Vic. Quality at bats. That wasn't even that long. I, I thought I heard kind of a gurgling or heavy breathing. And I was concerned. That's in your mind, Fred. Okay. All right. My mistake. All right. Listen. I understand you're over-anxious. Yes. But we're alive in five. Okay. I predicted (laughs) five. I will not vacillate. I went five a week ago, whatever it was, before this, this incredible series began. And I will continue. Why vacillate when everything's lining up with Don't Julio Urias? Don't vacillate, Fred. Lining up with Julio. Every time he says vacillate, I think he's talking about he has a vascular problem. Why? I don't know. I'm just concerned. you got images in your head floating around. I don't want those. Make them go away. Fix images. <laughs> Make them go away, Rodney, please. Vacillate on, Dick. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete. BTB, my oh, man. Come on. Come on. Thank you. Really? Really? 
That's the drop you're going to use for me now? Me and Kevin only, huh? No, I have a different world. one. I have a different one for Kevin. That's terrible. You know who that was. We'll talk about it off the air. First of all, I ain't no bitch. Why? Too many. He's like a kid over there, Jacob, with the buttons that he pushes. He's got, he's got the buttons. Yeah, he's got, he's the, got buttons. the buttons. Yeah, he's got the buttons. He's executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney show. Embraces all positive vibes and brings it to another level. His name is Kevin Figures. Uh, come on now. Hey, uh, King Flavor. This diversity uh, in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Now we're done doing that. Yeah, no, no, he can't help. Jacob like it. Jacob may have second thoughts entering the mix today. <laughs> I think I'm opening up his second office in this studio. I'm not leaving. <laughs> nah. He is the high prince of audio. He Ooh. will be witnessing. He'll be a witness at SoFi on Sunday to the Rolling Stones in the house. Currently, they're rehearsing as I speak in a small studio in Burbank. Please give it up. He is your sound sultan. He's Ronnie Fascio. I'm feeling you, Vic. <laughs> Technology and Come stuff. Come on now. Everyone basking some afterglow Dodger fans. Seven deep breaths. Yes. Seven deep. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't want to say hello to Jacob, Vic? I have been saying hello to Jacob during the mix. But you didn't ja give him a formal. A formal? Yes. Jacob, I know you've been there for, uh, uh, you know... A segment, and uh, you're in the house, and we welcome you. We're, we're so happy to have you in the mix, my brother. Thank you, my brother. The best is yet to come. I thought we got rid of that one. Kevin, will you bring my dinger in? Oh, Lord, that doesn't even sound right. Can we have that? <laughs> that doesn't even sound appropriate, Fred. I'll be happy to replace that if you give me the dinger and the woman with the bear. That's all I want. I've asked for the dinger. I've asked for the bear. You can get rid of this one. It's always magic with a jump shot. You can get rid of that one. I like that one. You like it? Yeah. You can keep it. Zoe is magic with a jump shot. Pull up your pants. <laughs> now you're going to go through every one of them, Fred? No, for, I'm For fine. Jacob sitting there, you're going to go through every one of them? I think he should be ashamed there's a, of himself. There's like three of them that you pressed today that should be gone. He's giving me the tomorrow. VIP service. Yeah, know? I guess so. I think Jacob should vote on all of them. We have time. It'll only take an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I have this large, bulging growth. I don't want to go into that. <laughs> Why? Let it, let it go. Let it go. Thank you, Vic. Thank you, Vic. All right. Six words for the hated ones. Yes. We got your Desclafani right here. Again, Mr. Elimination, can we please put our hands together and show some love for Walker Bueller? Yes. Amazing. He wanted the ball. Yes. That was so old school of Bueller. You know, love you know, Mookie going nuts last night. Everyone getting like two hits, everyone squaring it up. But Bueller set the tone. 71 pitches, four and a third. Yeah, give he me the was, ball. Give me the ball. Sensei, Dave Roberts. Give me the baseball. How many pitchers in today's, you know, in today's generation would say, "I want the ball," on three days rest? He's never done it before in his life. 
on three days rest. Maybe you know, maybe at Vanderbilt. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know either. Th- this was his first three days rest in the majors. Yes. You know, Vic, you, you mentioned Dee Sclafani. I, I have to tell you something. I shouldn't yeah. have done this. I shouldn't have done this last night. Mm. So I'm Uh-oh. on Channel 4. Sure. And I'm doing the 5 o'clock news live from the stadium, right? Right at the top of the news. And they're asking me what's going to go on. And I said, oh, they're going to beat Dee Sclafani. You know, they just threw out an old tomato can tonight. <laughs> and the doctors are going to beat him. <laughs> there I you thought go. I should not have done that. That was wrong. I should not have done that. That on was TV. good. That was good for it. See, now you're getting it. (laughs) You're starting to get it. You know, the people I work with, they don't even pay attention. If somebody said that to me, I would go, what are you talking about? What does that mean? (laughs) They're like, well, thank you, Fred. Let's go up to Dodger superfan, Kim Baldonado. Kim. That's like Anchorman. He's just reading the script. They're not even listening to what you're saying. I thought, let me get to the bar. (laughs) I like that, Fred. See, now you're starting to get a little loose. Yeah. Understanding... Yeah. You know, 137 years of conflict. Yes, Vic. And as I said yesterday, you were there for the first year of it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. He didn't come to year five. <laughs> I was born in Brooklyn. My brother went to Ebbetsfield, though. My brother Bob was Bobby? 90, years, 90 years old. With brother Bob in Florida. Living in Fort Lauderdale, still Bobby's, loving the Bobby Dodgers, Jacobs? of course. Yeah, Bobby Jacobs, our Bob SEC. Jacobs. He went to Ebbets Field, man. He was at Ebbets. He was yeah. at Ebbets. He was down because he lived in East where? New York on Southern Avenue. Yeah, we're a Brooklyn Where did the Brooklyn Giants family. play? Yeah. The Giants played at the Polo Grounds? Where did they play? Ebbets. Giants played at Ebbets? Oh, they played Polo Grounds. No, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, the Dodgers played at Ebbets. Yeah, Polo. Polo Grounds. Yankee Stadium. Yeah, there were three teams. Those three nutty teams back in the day, yeah. Oh. The Giants play in Harlem for a minute? I hope they did. <laughs> 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 I thought you were a New Yorker, Vic. I believe they're Apollo Grounds. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Apollo Grounds. Hey, Vic, did you hear they shot Bill Shatner into space this morning? I love that. 90 years out of space. Beat yeah. me up, Scotty. That's right. <laughs> You're Captain Star Trek. You <laughs> know. Oh, I love it. He looks great for 90, doesn't he? Wait a minute, Vic. Don't you hate the space program? Not if Shatner's up. <laughs> Oh, Shatner clears it up for you? I mean, Shatner goes up, it's all good. Who knows more about the galaxies at night? You know, I, I'm a Star Trek freak. I, I, that, those sounds of the ship, of the Enterprise, they really give me serenity. All those clicks you hear. The Shatner meet, me, if, the Shatner meet a woman up there? Ooh. I think it was only up there 10 minutes, no? Oh. What's he need? He's 90. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a stud, man. Talk about studs. I just want to go over the, you know, what happened last night because I want to bask in some afterglow before the five. Bask, you know what I'm saying? Bask, bask. Can I bask? Yeah, bask. Yeah. How about yeah. Mr. Mariachi Joe Kelly comes in, after, you know, in relief, gave up, you know, a meaningless run, but he got us out of a potentially highly charged inning, high stress. It seems high stress. There's Joe Kelly with the mariachi. He's bringing that mariachi swag. Oh yeah. Olesia. Vessia, couple of outs. Love Vessia. Do we? Vessia is tremendous. Bazooka, that's your guy, Fred. Yeah, Freddie. Gratterall. Bazooka comes in. He has been so effective. You know what? How does a guy throw 103 miles an hour and look like he's not even throwing the ball? Right. Yeah. The most effortless thing I've ever seen in my life. But that yeah. energy that he brings, man, oh, oh, he gets yeah. the crowd into it. Love yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. Way of Friedman. You know, Friedman. You know, we picked him up from what Minnesota, I think for the Maeda Sun deal. No. 
and he is, he's been lights out. I mean, you put, you, you put Bazooka in. It's one, two, three soft contacts. Trinan, man, <laughs> Trinan. Soft contact. One, two, three soft contact. Yeah. Trinan. I've had a few is of those this, in my is, life. Is, is he impregnable or what? I had a few one, two, three soft contacts. Soft contacts. Didn't go my way. Breaking ball from hardball heaven for us. Trinan is what? Impregnable. Impregnable. <laughs> He can't get pregnant. That's he right, breaks Vic. off the break. He He's breaks off that pitch. No one's going to hit it. That's a vicism, right? right. That's a vicism. Can't. No only one's going to hit was, him. Only man ever pregnant was uh, uh, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, he took the female horse gro- female growth hormone. He was pregnant. Manny Ramirez, ninety-nine. Yeah. <laughs> the specific diagnosis he had. Exactly. Yes. You know, and, you know, and, and you know, Bigford. Manny was just being Manny. That's how right. About the, how, how about the blonde out of the Bigford? Bigford, man? yes. He's pitching splendidly. Where do you go to high school, Vic? La Mirada? Oaks Christian. Oaks Christian. Oaks Christian. Who do you go to yeah. high school with, Vic? His sister. Haley Rogan. <laughs> I was close. Yeah. Really. The daughter. The daughter, Fred. His Tremendous. Daughter. Wait a minute. That's Did you say my sister? I said his sister. Oh. Maybe he had a sister. I'm My sure. sister would be in high school, Vic? I don't know his family background that well. I just know he comes out of the pen with that flowing yeah. blonde hair and he gets out. Yeah. He's wonderful. Yeah. yeah Dave, you know, Dave Roberts is just a... He's the best manager in baseball. You know, for all who doubt Sensei Dave Roberts, this is his sixth year. He's put up historic managerial numbers. Yeah. Just want to lay that out there for everyone. Yes. Historic. Yeah. And talk about history. Talk about momentum. There is a rhythm to this Dodger ball club, and there is a there is an energy. Yeah. Ronnie, hit me. No, don't hit him. <laughs> it took this long for you to get hit. Yes. Let it flow, friend. It's flowing. All right, here we go. Everybody, oh, oh, seven shit. deep breaths, okay, and enjoy the calm before the perfect Azul storm. Because we're all on the beautiful journey. The great path has no path. Think you gotta sing it. Young hearts can go their way. Dodger fans, we can't put it off another day. They don't what others say. There's a lot of new naysayers. Because you know, Dodger time has come today. Dodger time has come today. Azul alive for five. Thank you. Yeah. Frisco freak out. Freak out, Frisco. Jesus. Here comes Julio Orias. I got your whip. I got your Logan. I got your Logan on the run with your stinking whip. It's a web of shame. It's a web of darkness. And you're going to be unraveled, Web, because your best stuff is behind you. Love this. Love this. Game Vic is, five. Vic is feeling good right now. Dodgers five. Hated ones three. I feel like I'm walking down the street, and there's an old person three. sitting out on the porch and just starts talking out loud or singing, and you're looking at him going, what are you talking about? Time. Yeah, we know, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, Vic. You, you know what? It, okay. You know what it's time for, Vic? Thank you, brother Lester. Yeah, Lester, thank you. Do you know what it's time for, Vic? Time for the haiku. Yes. <laughs> I brought out the heavy hitters. Oh Bar yeah. Show. Oh. He worked yesterday. Exactly, Fred. You know, I you got to ride the hot guy. You got to ride Luxie. I've been having so hand. much love for Luxie this yep. year, and he looked great. Beat him. Couple hits, couple walks. I ba- love his attitude. Basho wrote a haiku about Lux. He wrote it about the collective. This is from Basho. Oh yeah. Heavyweight. Haiku on this Wednesday, October the thirteenth. It's the calm. Before the perfect Dodger storm tomorrow night. Of course, all the action right here. Your exclusivo casa of your world champion Dodgers. See. AM570 LA Sports. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck oh, yes. at 5. Yes. With Tim Case tomorrow. Right on. First pitch from the evil web oh. at 6.07. Speak on it, Vic. The language... Of these 26 samurai, tastes pungent as radish. Azul and five, feeling you, Basho. Well, that was that was quite the gong, Kevin. <laughs> I gotta tell you, well, a little too aggressive there, Fred. Yeah, that was a little yeah, much. Yeah, you got excited on I that gong. I was just gong, really Kevin. feeling it, you know. Game five tomorrow. I was like, the big gong is in here. What are you hitting over there? <laughs> I don't know what he hit. That was beautiful. Okay, break that down again, Vic. It was pungent. The radishes. The language of these 26 samurai tastes pungent as radish. Azul and five. Yeah, we got that. I'm feeling you, Basho. No, we got that. (laughs) Enhancement. Azul and five. If the language tastes pungent like radish, I have two words. Breath mint. Right? What's so hard? Why is he calling out these guys with bad breath? You don't have the worst breath ever. Oh, no. I'm going to tell you right now. May he rest You're calling in peace. somebody out for bad breath? He's not here anymore. I think it okay. might have killed him. Oh, stop it. No, I'm Come t- on, Fred. Listen. The man's name was Ned Walk. Ned Walk was the longtime basketball coach at Arizona State. He was a very nice man. I grew up there, so I watched teams that he coached. Yeah. And I also had the opportunity to interview him. Ned Walk, yeah. Ned Walk. I interviewed him once because after I got close to him, I never went back. That breath, I, it could have killed a city. It, that, it could have been like an atomic bomb. It was that bad. It was like the pungent breath that Vic talked about that tastes like radishes. Left an did, impression. Did he? Did he? Did he always speak with a lot of H's? <laughs> hey, hey, Fred. <laughs> How you doing, Fred? <laughs> hey, coach is available. That's okay. Hi, Fred. That's fine. I'm gonna pass on that today. We had a guy in college. I will go nameless because he might be listening. So okay. we can't say it. But he knows who he is. Yes, knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah, the Hokey Wolf is the way we call it. His, his nickname was the Hokey Wolf because that's what was coming out of his mouth, that kind of breath. Um, but he had a girlfriend. Okay. And, and people, he would always, you know, and sometimes people with chronic bad breath, they like to get all the way up on you, to get close to you, to talk to you for whatever reason. It just, it's nobody's that's just told them about Yeah, nobody's told them, but they yeah. like to get close to you. Everybody would be, 
You can know who they were talking. He could be standing a mile away, know who he's talking to, because everybody be like this, <laughs> backing up. <laughs> so they went to his girlfriend, and after a while, some guys on the team would talk to his girlfriend and say, "Wow, just trying to get her to help him about his breath and be aware of it." And they went and talked to her, and they said, "You know, how do you stand it? How do you deal with it? What can we do?" And she said, "What do you want to do?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, never mind. Never mind. We get it. We get it. You're both the same. Now you get it. (laughs) Hey, Jacob, now thinking back, when I interviewed Ned Walk, could I have claimed a personal injury and sued him? Could I have come to you? It could have been an intentional infliction of emotional distress. See, that's why he's the best in the business, Rodney. <laughs> but, but the statute of limitations may be gone yeah, by now. Be so yeah, he's not even here. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Other than killing some nose hairs, I mean, I, what else? <laughs> what kind of personal injury did he really do? I'm still you? suffering from it. That's what I'm saying. I'm still scarred from so, it. So, Fred, I have a quick question for you. Yeah? You're going up to San Francisco. I'm going today. Okay. And being there that close. Yeah. How, how I mean, do you do you get nervous? Do you get into the game? I mean, when you're there, I mean, are you really nervous in the point of, like, you, you cheer like a fan? I mean, that's always been, you know, because, I mean, obviously you're, you know, you're a legend in this town. You've seen so much go on. You've seen so many teams achieve extremely, extremely high, high-level success. But when you go there, Game 5, you know, it's just like Game 7, right? Like, you know, Game 7, Game, game 5. How, 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 do you, how do you feel in a game like that? Well, in a game like that, because... The team is from here. We cover them all the time. I have to be honest. I'm into the game. You cheer? You, I'm not allowed. You can't cheer. I mean, so they tell the you not to box. do that. Oh, yeah. And that's what I was, yeah. And I just yeah. read the uh, guidelines that sent, was yeah. sent out from San Francisco, no cheering. They always tell you, you can't cheer in the press box. Well, not in the press box, but if you're not in the press box. You, yeah, well, I, let's put it like this. I'm vocal. Okay. Very much like I'm on in the air. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody gives up a hit, one of our guys, I'm like, Jesus! Yeah. You know, mm. I, I'm that kind of guy. I so guarantee I'm in so many listeners would, I mean, that's a question that everybody would want to know is that you're there, you're a fan, you want to cheer. You know, what are the rules? And The, wor- the worst part of going there to cover the game, honestly, is going there to cover the game. And you go, why? Because at heart, I am a fan. Yeah. And you have to try to separate the two when you're, mm. when you're right. there. Yeah, because I'd much rather be there not working. Because you want to enjoy yourself. Yeah, you I want to enjoy myself. Let it all, you know, you, you want to let it all come out, and you can't do that. You watch it more clinically when you're working. Right. You know, you got to remember certain moments, certain situations where the game could have changed, things you need to talk about. As a fan, it's just pure emotion. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd, I'd always rather just go and watch. But when you work, yeah, I'm rooting, but very quietly and in a, really a subdued way. Wow. Because they'll throw yeah. you out of the press box. Yeah, I got... I got uh, Removed from the press box at Arizona State one time for cheering for uh, USC. Really? Yeah, one time. Um, but I, I get Why the press box. Why were in the press box at Arizona State? Because it was at ASU, and I was. It was like right out of. Um, I was still playing, so I went to the game at ASU and went in the press box. Oh, you're playing. At, I was still playing in the, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And came back and went to the. Okay. Went to the press. Um, but I was cheering. I didn't know that rule. But for you in the press box, I get it. But outside the press box, are you vocal and cheering and wearing your gear and, and the whole nine? No. Or are you told not to do that, too? Yeah, I mean, no. it's like the live shots I did at Dodger Stadium. Everybody shows up in suits and ties, mm-hmm. and I think, what are you, a bunch of interns going to work? <laughs> I show up like in a Dodger thing. 
I got like a Dodger yeah. shirt on yeah. or one of those things we got when we did the radio shows out right. there that I bought. Um, because, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'm into it, you know? Right. I, I'm really, really into it. But, again, it's very subdued when you're working. Because yeah. also, when you're working, you have your credential on. People are watching you. You know, they, they could be yeah. seeing you from anywhere. And you don't want to look like some lunatic screaming mm-hmm. with a, a media credential on. It just doesn't go well. Especially in today's world that everything, mm-hmm. get, you know, everything get gets recorded. As you know, as an attorney, you have no privacy in today's world. That's right. There is no privacy. All right. Thank you for hanging, man. Thank you, man. This was great. Good appreciate to see you. It. Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate Don't it. Don't make it two years next time. Yeah. No, are you kidding me? Yeah. When I get the invitation, I'm here. I drop yeah. everything. Love it. All right, then we will see you again soon. Jacob, of Thank course, the proud partner of the Lakers. And up next, our Laker insider, Bill Oram, will join the show. You damn right we are the home of the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers. Freddie, let's go. Here we are. Let's go take the Bay Area by storm. All right. We're uh, trying to hook up with Bill Oram, our Laker insider, Rodney. And, uh, you know, our thanks to Jacob and Ronnie for hanging out. Bottom line, we were going to talk to Bill about the preseason. The Lakers get ready to go here. Pretty much as expected. And you know what? Don't expect too much. Don't expect too much. It's going to take a while. (laughs) It's preseason. Right. It doesn't matter. You're going to still have high expectations, but not in the preseason. Yeah, and I wouldn't, you know, I, I think they'll be good early. Because once the games really start, those guys will play together. And they'll figure it out fast. You think they're going to be good early and suggest that you're going to falter late? No. Okay. I'm not saying that. I think they'll be good early. And then the season will commence. And then we'll have the ups and downs. And somebody will get hurt. And they'll rehab. And they'll get back. And then they'll get ready for the playoffs. It's going to be a really interesting year for the Lakers. You know, you and I have both seen a lot of Laker teams. Yeah. And lived a lot of Laker history. I think this is going to be one of the most fascinating years. You think this is one of the most interesting years because there's so much of um, of the unknown going on with the Lakers? Like, you don't know which team. It, it could be really, really good with this whole mixture of old guys and veteran guys and young guys. Or it could go off the rails and be something that's kind of a train wreck. Yeah, I think it's it's a fascinating experiment. You know, when you build teams, uh, you know, oftentimes you want to win now, but you have an eye on the future, mm-hmm. right? And you need this mixture. And the Lakers do have some young guys, to be fair. But the truth of the matter is, this is a fascinating experiment. We are literally all in. And we have committed now to being all in. I mean, granted, Russell Westbrook's been traded like 700 times. I don't think anybody's going to trade for him again. He's here. Anthony Davis isn't going anywhere. LeBron isn't going anywhere. They are in. This is the team and whoever surrounds them. And in professional sports, I just find it fascinating. Because you've openly admitted this is it. This is it. This is it. Let's bring on our insider from The Athletic, Bill Oram. Bill, I just made this grandiose statement that I consider this to be fascinating for the Lakers because this is it. You're all in with three guys. LeBron is retiring? No, but he's not going to get better. I'll just say that. Oh, Do you agree with me? Well, I made the point when they traded for Russell Westbrook and they they really – you know, sacrificed you know all their remaining tradable assets to to build around three max max contracts that you weren't going to have you know other ways to improve this team 
over the next um, couple of years, uh, you know, you know, short of, um, you know, drafting guys or getting, getting guys on minimum. So to me, this is the core of who the Lakers are going to be over what we, I guess we kind of assume is the rest of LeBron James's you know, prime or, you know, I mean, he might be even his prime for another five years, but his contract is only for these next two seasons with the Lakers. So to me, you know, the way the roster is built, yeah, I mean, this is it. This is the, this is the, um, this is the, the all in move and kind of the all in season. So they're there. This is who they are and who they're going to be for the next couple of years. Wow. So they don't, they don't uh, make a monster trade, roll the dice on someone else. While LeBron still, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how they do it, Rodney. I mean, unless they're going to trade Russell Westbrook or Anthony Davis, um, and you know, frankly, I mean, Anthony Davis is one of those two that would have any value. Unless you're going to break up the two clutch brothers and and trade Anthony Davis for Damian Lillard, um, you know, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see it happening. I don't see any mechanism to improve the team via trade in, in some sort of blockbuster like you're describing. So accept it, Fred. Uh, I accept it. This is it. They're ready to go. And Bill, the preseason. Okay. This is just a work in progress. You should put no stock in the preseason. Is that fair? I mean, I'm not really in the camp that it means nothing, but I do think that you have to be mindful of the fact that, you know, five games, five losses, but LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook only played together in one of them, and they didn't play the fourth quarter of that game, which was last night. So um, I think the preseason has become even less about results than, than it has been in, in past years when it was already not very much about results. Um, and, you know, so I, I think you have to take it with a very, very critical view of what the set of circumstances are. Uh, but listen, I mean, the Lakers have been bad defensively. I mean, Russell Westbrook has looked out of sync. Um, these are the sorts of things that could very easily or probably will carry over into the regular season. And you've heard the Lakers say um, time and again over the last couple of weeks, you know, this is going to be a process. We're aware this could take time. It could be a slow process. It might take all year to figure it out. And I do think that they are sort of, trying to manage expectations of, of what they're going to look like, especially early on, because you've got potentially six Hall of Famers on this team, you know, on paper, uh, you know, at least based on, you know, brand, you know, brand and the names that, that you see, this team should be world beaters. And it's just not that easy, particularly when you have two stars who are, in a sense, so oppositional uh, in, in LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. They have a lot to figure out in terms of how to, play off of each other when they don't have the ball and to maximize their, their abilities. And what we saw from LeBron James two years ago when the Lakers went all in on ball handling around him was that doesn't work. You just need to give LeBron the ball and put shooters around him. And now they've kind of gone the other way where there's more ball handling to theoretically ease the strain on LeBron. And it didn't work two years ago. Now, granted, that was with Lance Stevenson and Lonzo Ball and uh, Brandon Ingram. You've got a higher caliber uh, of, of um of supporting cast this year, but it is going to take time to figure it out and to see how that's going to play out. All right. Bill, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you for the information and get ready because we'll be coming to you a lot now as the Lakers get ready to tip this thing off. I am not as much as I appreciate you guys. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we got the Lakers getting ready to go. We got the Dodgers playing game five tomorrow. We got the Kings dropping the puck on their season tomorrow night. By the way, we're giving away tickets to the game tomorrow night. Oh yeah. Stay with us. Let's go, let's go, Roddy Pete, Fred Rogan on a hump day.
Get ready. Let's go, baby. A lot going on, Rodney and tomorrow. The Kings drop the puck on the upcoming season. Exciting times. We're a partner of the Kings. You can listen to all the games on the iHeartRadio app. Wonton Davis is the man who's running the show behind the show on the ice, and Wonton joins us now, so thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Okay, so as a guy that's had King season tickets, uh, for years, I'll tell you, the in-stadium okay. experience at the Kings has always been, like, off the charts, out of this world. What are you going to do now as the new guy there to keep that going? I am going to, not only am I going to keep it going, but we're going to amplify things. We're going to uh, just, you know, it's, you're right. It has always been off the charts. It has always been something that, People have talked about and people have walked away with these with these experiences and these moments, but we're going to take it up a notch or two or three and just really amplify it. And one thing we're going to do is make it L.A. centric and really, really focus on the the Angelinos and and make it make it feel like home and give us the home ice advantage. At one time, you know, you're you're new in the role, but you've had a lot of experience in sports and entertainment and and, and TV. Um, how do you see the mesh being from, from where you came from and then now, you know, implementing that with the Kings? Well, I think anytime you can make people smile, make people cry, impact someone's day in a positive way, um, I think that it can be in television, it can be through music, it can be through live events, and I think they all go, they all intertwine. And so it's just a matter of knowing how to connect with people, knowing how to connect with emotions, knowing how to connect with fans. And I think they, they all those experiences go hand in hand and lend themselves to each other. All right. What, what are some of the things that you've got planned? Just give us like a little preview. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We're going to, we're going to light up LA and uh, I can't, I can't really tell you what that Ooh. means yet, but Ooh. we are, we are going to light up LA. Okay. And, uh, another thing that oh man, that you we're can't, doing you can't go right there and go right past it. You gotta give me something. <laughs> you, you're gonna light up LA yeah. like they, you know, light it up for Fourth of July, light it up blue for Autism Month. I mean, what are we talking about lighting up LA? I, I I can't give away everything, but we we are going to light up LA, and you can you can quote me on that. Okay. We're gonna light up All LA. Right. All right, we'll be surprised. We're gonna, I'm, so I I grew up here, and so um, you know, to to be in this role and to be to be with the Kings is something that that I don't take lightly. I feel a sense of responsibility to, to LA in general to just, you know, make it something and make it moments where we can all celebrate and rally around. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Um, all right. So you grew up in, in, in LA and now you take the role with the Kings. Have you, and, and being a guy that grew up in LA, you obviously are aware of the Lakers and how they've done it and NBA in general over the last, 20 years have really stepped up their their interactive game to get a younger crowd to be more in tune with what's happening in society uh the nfl too as well have you taken a look uh, at what the lakers and dodgers and even now with the rams and sofi what they're doing from an entertainment value uh and, and can taking all that into account to try to implement some of those ideas into the kings 100 percent, 100 percent. i think you really borrow and get inspiration from everywhere. So I don't really limit it to just sports, um, you know, like Cirque du Soleil and, and just various different oh. things. Is I that think part really of the light it up right there, and, Cirque du Soleil? And, you're not, just give a hint? You're not going to have people running around in tights <laughs> jumping off things, are you? 
Maybe. Hey, don't don't put it past us. Don't don't <laughs> don't put it past us yet. You know, um, I mean, even even Rodney, I'll I'll give you a nod, but you know, you, USC has done it really well for a long time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, USC is inspo. And funny part is, I I remember you throwing passes to Eric Appleton oh, back wow. back in the day. So wow. that's uh, okay. When you were like was, two years old, I mean, when you. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. Man. It was, it was it. a while ago. It was a while ago, but I'm telling you, I I remember those vividly. Okay. So, those moments. So are you suggesting so, you're going to have a horse run onto the ice like they do at USC with Traveler? <laughs> are you going to have a horse come onto the ice and skate, yes or no? It could happen. It could happen. We we may or may not be fitting, uh, fitting horses for skates at the moment. So you never know. All right, well, Wonton, thanks for coming, but, uh, on, man. This what, is uh, I have a request though before you let him go. Hey, what do you got? What do you got? Can I can yeah. I ride the Zamboni? Can I do the do the do the deal one of the one of the game? Absolutely, one hundred percent. You can ride the Zamboni. Please, please come to one of the games and ride oh, the yeah. Zamboni. Another I thing, to. I should say is um, we've like we have this whole music infusion going on this year where we've we've partnered with different LA artists and trying to keep it just. LA centric and make it this this celebration of of LA and how cool our town is. So we've Be Real is on board with us. Be Real created custom music for us. Be Real from the legendary Cypress, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Be Real. Yes. Cypress Hill. Be Real. You got to hear that our Be Real win song is is crazy. I mean it is it is amazing. It is something that is anthemic. It is something that will sound so big and so full inside Staples Center. We've partnered with this other dude named True Artist, who's a, a Venice local Venice guy. So we've um, we got some good things up and coming. We have we have some tricks up our sleeve. And so Fred, we'll we'll see you at some games, and Rodney, we'll get you on that Zamboni. Yes. Let, let me just tell you this. Uh, ever tell you about the time I I drove the Zamboni down at the Forum for the Kings? <laughs> ever tell you the story? <laughs> all right. Please so, tell the story. All right. So I said uh, I want to drive the Zamboni, and they said, Well, you can do it. You go on out there. And uh, But you can do it during a practice, right? We're not going to let you do it during the game, but we'll let you go out there. And the guy explains to me how to drive the Zamboni. So I'm out there, and I'm like driving the Zamboni. I'm thinking, man, this is cool. I hit the wrong button, and I gouged about 12 feet of ice out. I just, Why are you pushing buttons? Well, I didn't know. Why are you pushing buttons anyway? You're like that bad kid. I was sitting up there going, man, this is cool. I'm on a Zamboni, and I'm going to clean the ice. And I hit this button, and you just heard this... And I looked, and it took like a hole of the ice out. And I don't think they ever let anybody drive the Zamboni after that again. Ride on it is one thing, but I, I don't think they'll let you drive it because I ruined the ice at the Forum one time. You ruined it for everybody. Oh, yeah. It was a game night. They had to call people in to fix it. Yeah, I ruined uh, the ice. Man. So, okay. Wow, Note to Antoine. self, you are not you are not going anywhere near our Zamboni. <laughs> no, Anton, you cannot, Anton, you cannot go... <laughs> you cannot go anywhere near the ice, especially Wanton. If I'm if I'm riding the the Zamboni, I I don't even want him in the building. <laughs> no, no. Okay, all right. Deal, deal. Rodney, we'll get you on the Zamboni. Yeah. We'll throw Fred outside for a little bit, and then we'll uh, yeah. we'll we'll have some fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Somebody's gonna be uh, king for a night. We've got two tickets to give away right now to the game. Oh yeah. How about that? Let's do it. 866-987-2570. Let's make it caller number four. Yes. Caller four, you call right now, and you are going to see the Kings play at Staples tomorrow night. Wonton, thanks for doing this, man. Welcome to the job, and we're rooting for you. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, fellas. Can't wait to see you at some games. Can't wait to see you guys when we light up L.A. All right, and I know they will.
Good guy. Got a lot of treats in store for the fans down there. Love Go it. to the Love Kings. It. Join Petros and Money Live tomorrow at BJ's Restaurant and Brew House, 2 to 5, just before the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. BJ's Restaurant is home to award-winning handcrafted beer, signature deep-dish pizza, and the world-famous Pazuki dessert. Kevin and Ronnie, thank you. Great job, as always. Rodney, we'll get him tomorrow, and I'll talk yes. to you from San Francisco. Let's do it, Freddie. Have a safe trip. to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson, cold cases keep him guessing. Lead bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the bin. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say, To live and die in LA.